Next on BYU Sports Nation, the secret to beating St. Mary's. How does BYU beat the odds and avoid a third loss to the Gales this season? BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo on the lead-up to Selection Sunday and what he expects tonight in St. Mary's again. Plus, President Coach Steve Cleveland on the one thing BYU can do tonight, besides score more points, that would ensure a win. It's semifinal Monday. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Viva Lost Wages! BYU Sports Nation, live from the Orleans Arena. (laughs) Your day-to-day play-by-play in studio... Orleans. Ah, uh, see what I did there? Oh, almost. Almost <laughs> slipped. <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Monday, March 6th. It's yeah. semifinal, semifinal Monday in Vegas. Monday. Let's go. BYU has two teams playing. The women survived the weekend, as did the men. Wherever and however you're dialed in, it's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the guy who has almost, but never quite scored 50 points in any basketball game of any sort, Jerem Jordan. No, never. No. One time I scored 19 in like eighth grade in front of the middle school. And this kid named Michael Cook, he goes, Jerem, pass it. And I go, no, at the top of the key, (laughs) shot a three and made it. I said out loud no to him like a like a jerk. I love that you verbalized that. Jerem, Jerem, pass it. No. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry, Mike Cook. Did it go in? <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, it the, went who in. cares? Top exactly. I was in the zone, auto zone, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Now, most of us, to be fair to all the BYU Sports Nation, have never scored 50 points in a basketball game. No. But Jimmer Fredette yeah. did it again. Yeah. The Shanghai Sharks lost. They lost. Do you? Are you heartbroken? Shattered? No, because he has a newborn baby. He needs to get back to Whitney. Yeah. He needs to hang out with her, right? With Wesley. But uh, Jim Fredette scored 50 points in his final game. Now he's eligible to be signed by somebody in the NBA. He's free, right? So we'll see what happens there. Okay. Percent chance that Jim Fredette <sighs> is signed by an NBA team after a crazy good year in the CBA, right? The Chinese Basketball 30, Association. 33%. 33%. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, better than the odds that Ken Palm's giving BYU to beat St. Mary's, the men's basketball tonight. Which is 20%. Before the, I am pumped for today, by the way, because before the season, we always talk about, okay, what are the expectations? Win total, blah, blah, blah. In the tournament, the expectation was to get to the semis and then see what happens against St. Mary's. We've expected this matchup all season. BYU-St. Mary's in the semifinals. Tonight, 11 Eastern on BYU Radio, ESPN2. This is a big matchup for us, for Brigham, for for the conference, for everybody. I don't know how BYU wins this game. I don't know like what BYU would need to do, right? We'll share it coming up what we think. Yes, yes. But I'm not exactly sure. This is such a tough matchup what for St. Mary's. What do we do? President Coach know. Steve Cleveland will bring it. Because the first two games, BYU is never in those games. Wasn't even in those games. Let's discuss the nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty. Yeah. Of this matchup, which leads us to today's headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Three seed men's basketball beat six seed LMU. Oh, yeah, that. Don't forget that. In the quarterfinals on Saturday, 89 81, uh, 89 81. Eric Meek had 25 points and eight rebounds. Nick Emery had 21 points, became the 50th member of the 1,000 point club at BYU. That's cool. And now the Cougars get the two seed, St. Mary's. For the first time in this tournament ever. Yeah, that's crazy. This is the sixth 
tournament they played. In. They've never met. Semifinals, 11.30 Eastern on BYU Radio. You can watch the game on ESPN2. Hey, we're going to talk to BYU Athletic Athletic Director Tom Homel coming up. He's on the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. How cool is that? We're going to talk to him about that process, what this week is like, what do you expect tonight. President Coach Steve Cleveland as well. The second-seeded BYU women's team will also face three-seed St. Mary's. Like I said, it's St. Mary's again, St. Mary's Palooza today in the semifinals. Five Eastern on that. The Both women's semifinals, by the way, on BYU TV. You can listen to the women's game on BYU Radio and the apps, of course. BYU split the series with St. Mary's in the regular season. This one's more of a toss-up, in your opinion. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, BYU's shooters against St. Mary's physicality. Yeah, and Cassie Broadhead, how, how is she feeling? She wasn't 100% Saturday, but had 19 points in the second half in overtime. She's clutch, man. I'm excited to watch that game. Yeah, one of the grittiest performances uh, that I've seen from any BYU women's basketball player. Really, really good stuff on Friday from Cassie Broadhead. Harvey Longy participated in on-field workouts at the NFL Combine yesterday. He Listen to this. He was top six in the 60-yard shuttle the 20-yard shuttle, and the three-cone drill among defensive linemen. So That's not at good. linebacker, but he competed with the defensive linemen, but he's making a name for himself. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I, I like that he uh, showed his physicality. Former running back with defensive linemen. Talk about a transformation there. And BYU football continues spring practice today. It's practice number four. You can follow Facebook.com slash Sports for post-practice interviews on demand. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The secret of BYU's success. Hey, it only took six years, but BYU finally has a WCC tournament showdown with St. Mary's. Everybody do your St. Mary's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I'm going to change my avatar to that. Today. The St. Mary's face yeah. today? Okay, yeah. there you go. Now the question is, how in the world does BYU beat a team that has been a horrible matchup for the Cougars in the regular season? BYU lost by 13 in each of the two regular season matchups. The Cougars trailed by 25 points at home at one point against St. Mary's. In that moment, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, that was one of the weirder moments ever in the Marriott Center. Down 25 in the Dave Rose era on the Marriott Center floor. Why? Why will that change today? Will it? How does it change today? That brings us to our Twitter question. Pick one thing BYU will do tonight, excluding scoring more points. Yes. Duh. Because those, yeah, answers are out there. That would ensure a win. What would it be? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At CrazyCookFanatic. She's from Vegas. For Nick, TJ, Yoli, and Bryant to all have special nights, we'll take whole team to beat even consistency of St. Mary's. Okay, so do those four need to all score in double figures? I think BYU needs four players in double figures. Because we know that Eric Meek is going to score in double figures. Yes. He's not included in that list. Nick, TJ, Yoli, oh, and Bryant. The so she's other four. assuming five then. The other four. Do all five starters have to score in double figures? Before we start this conversation, I want to make something clear. You do not have to play perfectly to beat a great team. It just happened. Perfectly in Spokane? No, they had so many mistakes. They missed so many shots. They committed so many turnovers. They just put Gonzaga in a weird place. You just have to be better than them on that night. And tonight is that night. Since this is the BYU Sports Nation movie show, we made this comparison today. 
Jerem Jordan compared BYU's style of play to the great, now eight-part series, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Up and down. They're, they're a little crazy. Crazy, exciting. They're, they're not award-winning, <laughs> but they're entertaining, right? <laughs> I can't wait for the new one. What's the new one called? It's eight. I can't remember, but I'm going to be there. Opening day. Are you really going to go on opening night? Yeah, absolutely. You're intense. Yeah. Okay. Like Fast and the Furious. BYU, in a lot of ways, yeah, entertaining. It's fun. Cool stunts. You know, some plays that make you go, whoa! Some things that make you stand up on your feet. Sometimes sometimes you're like, what was that? That's super (laughs) unrealistic. (laughs) There's a submarine coming out of the ice? What? Okay. St. Mary's. Is Seabiscuit, Jerem. Boring. Okay, like, pretty good movie, though, right? Like, people liked it. It it was kind of a feel-good movie. Efficient. Not sexy, for sure. But boring. Slow. But boring and slow. St. Mary, if the honor code played basketball, it would look like St. Mary's. (laughs) Like, you think about BYU, and and that's you'd think that BYU would play like St. Mary's, right? No. Bunch of white dudes passing the ball around, not turning the Run ball. Run and gun, yeah. alley oops, yeah. no, shoot no, no. threes. That's St. Mary's, right? They're annoyingly efficient. They're the Spurs of college basketball. You know, like how do they beat BYU's more athletic than St. Mary's? BYU's better rankings out of high school. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Who cares? St. Mary's plays basketball better than BYU does, and they are really stinking good. And they are a veteran team. They're the letter of the law team. Right? They're the by the Moses. book. They're by the yeah. book. Yes. Like if the rule says got to be out of a girl's apartment by midnight, they're out of the 11 59 They're the BYU-Idaho <laughs> of college basketball teams. Right? <laughs> Curfew. No shorts on campus. By the book. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, anyways, enough of making fun of St. <laughs> they're really good, right? I'm curious as to how BYU beats them. Okay, here's a couple of thoughts from me. I think BYU needs to get score eighty points. Wow, which is a crazy amount. Huh? I don't, I don't think BYU can defend St. Mary's very well. So I think BYU needs to just out volume, out score, boom. Eighty points the, has any team 80s. scored eighty against St. Mary's Gonzaga. this season? <laughs> Probably Gonzaga. <laughs> okay, and the other thing, oh. BYU needs to be plus ten in boards. That means there's misses and extra possessions. Gregor Bell tweeted out that. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, in both games, it was 62 and 63 possessions. BYU is a high 70s, low 80s possession kind of team to be able to get the volume to get the points needed. Plus 10 in rebounds. Plus 10. These are drastic things, but that is what I said. It's going to take something drastic. Yes! What do you think? Oh, man, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that you think BYU needs to score 80. Oh, man. I know, 80's great. I I thought mid 70s, but I thought I think BYU is going to give up. If one of those things happens, do you think BYU will be in the game? If one of those things you presented. In the game, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think at least one of the following two things need to happen. Probably both. (laughs) BYU, for sure, needs to outshoot St. Mary's from the field. They have to have a better field goal percentage than St. Mary's. Period. It wasn't close in the first two matchups. St. Mary's outshot them by, I think, 11% in one game and 8% in the other. Yep. In Moraga was 11%, and then 8% in Provo. BYU has to shoot a better field goal percentage than St. Mary's to have a shot to win. We're Bob, talking Bob. about have a shot. We're not even talking about winning. And then what? But that's the Twitter question. What Gonzaga did against St. Mary's? Because I was like, how how did they find so much success? I mean, they beat them by twenty plus in one game, and they won by ten in Moraga. What did they do? They had success in the paint, man. 
Yes. They it, had great success inside, and, and they sh- that's why they shot such a good field goal percentage against St. Mary's. They don't have anyone that can guard Williams, Jonathan Williams. Williams he does. and Karnowski. Like, the, Karnowski, for whatever reason, Corbin Kafusi. Landell got in foul trouble. That was a re- he had four fouls like 13 minutes to go. They, they can't guard Gonzaga's bigs. Let's talk about, did you say both? I said at least one of the two have to happen. Yeah, okay. yeah, the bigs, you said you're both? BYU's okay. bigs, they need to outscore the Gales in the paint. Okay. Yeah, th- that's big. Let me explain something about how the refs work, by the way, for this. So sat, uh, fr- Saturday, BYU had, uh, didn't have good refs because those refs worked Pac-12, Big 12 games, okay? Those refs will be back here because Monday and Tuesday, there's not a lot of significant tournaments going on right now. So b- there will be the better refs here tonight, hopefully in the St. Mary's game. I'm not sure who's refing, but you hope Dave Hall, who's like a Final Four kind of ref, is in this game tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a Monday night. You imagine yeah. that there aren't many big basketball games going on no, other than no. the, the ones happening the on WCC the Orleans Sports tonight. Make sure that they're showcased on ESPN in, in, in a way here. I believe Dick Vitale will be here tonight. Am I off on that, Ben? Right? Will Dick Vitale be one of yes, the Yes, Dick Vitale tonight? on the That's, call for the ESPN. Oh, baby! Big oh, time! Oh, oh, on the oh. Gonzaga game. Yeah. Hey, Zach. Oh, the PTP! <laughs> big money on campus! Oh! Now, here's the one thing that we haven't talked about that should give the all, best, B- all BYU fans some form of hope tonight, right? Re- Against St. Mary's. are built on hope, Spencer. This is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. This courtesy of Ralph, Ralph Zokolowski, longtime statsman of KSL. Dave Rose has never lost to the same team three times in a season. What? What? That gives you some hope, right? That Dave Rose figures it out. Now this now this team tonight is the youngest team, the 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 youngest team that's ever started in BYU history. Fresh, but freshman and sophomores against here the we go. Berries, man. Here we hey, go. Hey, Glove what's up? trending? Brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Up next, athletic director Tom Homo will join us to talk a little basketball and football. But first, president coach Steve Cleveland on the one thing that BYU has to do to beat the Gales tonight. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The sensational simulcast. That's what Dick Vitale would say, right? Oh! 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 On BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Just yell that. Follow at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. Women's semifinals are coming up today on BYU TV. It's that time of year, baby. It's March. Let's go. Starting at 3 Eastern time, Gonzaga, the top seed versus four seed San Francisco. Then BYU versus St. Mary's. And we've got our full cadre of talent going on that. Spencer uh, and Chris Kozlowski calling the game. And then up here on the desk, we've got all the homies hanging out. It's going to be awesome. I don't know how anyone's going to get a word in. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, Steve Cleveland. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I pity that producer. Now I'm just Wait a thinking, minute. Also, I'm thinking about how to spell cadre now. That was a nice poll on your part. C-A-D-R-E. Cadre. That, that's what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There you go. If you listen to me, you'd learn a lot of things. Wow. <laughs> you give yourself a lot of credit in that moment there. Yes, I do. <laughs> no one else does, so I do. Twitter question today. Pick one thing BYU will do tonight excluding scoring more points, that would ensure a win against St. Mary's. What's it going to be? At Drake Pintail says zero turnovers no, no. would ensure a win. No. BYU only had three in Moraga and still lost by 13. It's it's not that simple. And three turnovers the entire it's game. It's not that simple. 
Wow. <gasps> That's drastic, right? But even that. Three. Didn't, didn't help him in the lost by 13. And Eric Mika had a 28 and 10. All right. It's time to get down again okay, to... Someone with answers, not guesses. The real meat of this topic, right? Yeah. With the president coach, Steve Cleveland, joining us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's crank this up. <sighs> coach... We're it up. It's semi-final Monday. Let's we go. gave our thoughts. We think, we think something drastic needs to happen. Pick one thing that BYU will do tonight, other than score more points, that would ensure a win against St. Mary's. Well, first of all, there's not one thing. So let's just make that. That's that's great for uh, TV and radio. He just stuffed but, a shot at that, That's not happening. Okay, that's not happening. Uh, I want to I want to give you a little bit of context and then the challenge that we kind of understand and then kind of where we are today. Um, we talked a little bit about finding a chink in the armor. That this that it's been hard to penetrate it. Uh, and as you said, even when BYU's played well, they it wasn't good enough. So context. They've won three in a row. <clears throat> Confidence is good. This group has played for about four weeks together now. More continuity, more understanding of roles. Guys get along. They're all kind of on the same page. That was not the case four weeks ago. All right? Now, number, number two, players seem to be more accountable to each other. I've, I've sat on the floor. I've watched the players. There's more communication. So I like the maturity of this team, and we, they've taken a step uh, in, in the right direction. Now, the challenge, St. Mary's. Talk about comparing. I mean, St. Mary's is number one in defense, number one in rebound margin, number one in free throw shooting, number one in three-point. I mean, there, there are very few weaknesses with this team, but the talent, the talent of these two teams is not that different, okay? And so when you – I I think that the, the coaches have, and I haven't talked to them, but if I were going to coach this game tonight, on misses, on turnovers, I would attack – Attack, attack, okay, where the floor is open and spread. Take open threes. Slam it down inside. Push the ball up the floor. Penetrate attack. So I would want you in the attack mode. On makes and dead balls, makes and dead balls, they got to open the floor up. Mm. They got to open the floor up. The high ball screen that they used in the last five minutes against Gonzaga, I like that. But that's not the only way you can open the floor. But it's a good one. Put two shooters in the corner. Put Mika up, who can pick and pop and roll, and then get Yoli going back and forth. It takes all the help away. Because right now, if you just play traditional basketball and three out, two in, it is clogged in the middle. Their post defense it's, is way too it, good. It's, it's like a wall. Yeah. It's just like a wall. Okay, And, and, and they, Matt Damon's not on it. No, exactly. <laughs> the Great Wall is not there. The Great Wall <laughs> is St. Mary's. That was a, okay? probably a bad I'm movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I actually saw that movie. Did that you? was a really boring time I was on the road. <laughs> no, it, it was St. Mary's. It was St. Mary's. It really was, boring. It did remind me of St. Mary's. The Great Wall. So, but Go Rayhans, Matt they, Damon. They block out. You know, they want to clog it up. They want to muddy the game up. They want to make it really difficult. BYU, we can call it youth, but it's not just youth. Any team that plays St. Mary's has to be patient. Okay? And let's take a look at the defensive end. So at the defensive end, it requires concentration, discipline, togetherness. Guys got to be on. Come on, come on. Stay down. Stay down. Stay down. They got to help each other because they're going to have to defend for 15 to 20 seconds every possession. At least, right? At least. At least. Okay? So one of the things that St. Mary's does that's really effective that Gonzaga does not do or anybody else in this league is you know how much we love to run. The BYU team loves to run the floor. They want to attack, but they always have a four-man right there on the free throw line waiting for the point guard. So not only does T.J. Haas have someone defending him, but he's got a 6'8", 6'9", post player sitting right clogging the middle up. So I think misses and makes are key. 
Mika cannot be off the floor except for resting. And then they got to get to the free throw line 20 times. All right. They, if BYU gets to the free throw line 20 times, Mika is able to play the game, and they're able to go misses and makes and spread the floor. You're about 90% there. The last thing is let them play zone defense. This team is confident in the zone. They're not that confident in man-to-man. They love to be in that 2-3 and that 1-3-1. Why is that? Because there's help around. All right. Even if they get out of stretch, there's always four guys behind him. When they get man-to-man and spread out, oftentimes the, the help disappears. All right. So I like the zone. I like changing the zone and, and keeping them. And, and so what you do is that BYU, like they did at Gonzaga, this game's close at the end. They beat, they beat, the, uh, they, they beat St. Mary's at the game they play. They slow it down, they spread it out, and make them come. If BYU gets a lead, if BYU gets a lead in this game, six, eight, ten points early, then that forces St. Mary's to play quick. It's something they don't like to play. So an early lead. An early lead would be really helpful, but even a late lead would be good. But either way, you get a lead, don't come down and get happy about shooting it. Spread it, get to the free throw line, and be, just be patient. Just be patient. I would just love for BYU not to go down 18-2. to two. I think that would be great. Yeah, that uh, should give uh, him a better shot, right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Okay, what does BYU do better than St. Mary's, in your opinion, that they can use tonight? They've shot 446 free throws. St. Mary's has shot 275. But St. Mary's okay. does not foul a lot. No, they don't. They don't. But I'm just saying that they have an inclination. That's one of BYU's strengths. You ask me one thing they do better, they make more free throws. All right. Mika's made, you know, he's made more free throws than most teams take. And, and so I think that's a strength. That's what you, hey, it's one thing we're really good at, then get to the free throw line. How do you get to the free throw line? You don't settle. You don't settle for 12 and 14 for aggressive shots inside. You're aggressive inside. You go to the rack. You, I'm not saying you don't take perimeter threes, and you, of course you do. But when you attack, you attack strong. Initiate contact. Make the officials call. Now, you are going to have final four officials. Uh, more than likely, they'll let them play, just like they do in the NC2A, which is not to BYU's advantage. But that's one thing that BYU does. There statistically is nothing that BYU is better in that means something than, than St. Mary's. They, they, they've got the ones in all of them. So the only thing they really have an advantage is in free throws. Truth bomb from <laughs> President Coach Steve Cleveland. There's been a lot of those here. <laughs> I thought about uh, – Elijah Bryant and the impact he's had on this BYU team quite a bit over the weekend. He's and a new he, he's a new man since they played St. Mary's. The game after St. Mary's was the 39. That's, that's the thing. And so as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, man, the injury early in the season to Elijah Bryant, I think has made the biggest impact on this BYU team and the way things played out for the majority of the season because he didn't have time to gel with TJ and Nick on the floor. Well, now he's been playing with them and you're starting to see that come together. So if I'm going to rest my hope on like one thing tonight it's like well i don't i don't think st mary's has had to defend a confident healthy elijah bryant and they'll have to do that tonight they will and the other thing is that he can he can guard hermison he i mean he he's big enough he's 65 and and, and he can guard him and then he can contribute at the other end davin Gwynn can guard him but he can't bring what what Elijah brings offensively right. and so you get you get a, a better situation there but i agree um 
you know what? He's letting the game come to himself. He, he kind of got lost a little bit in that LMU game a few times. Or something. He started to put his head down and just started bowling people over. But he has been the difference in these last three games. I mean, he, he can score. He, he's passing. He can score around the rim and take a hit. And, and so, again, he likes to make contact. He yeah. loves contact. Yeah. Get to the free throw line. Get to the free throw line. So that's, that's how you got to just chip away, chip away, chip away. But you have to do things that sometimes maybe you've not been doing in the past. And, and I know this coaching staff will have this team prepared. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be comfortable with that zone. They may not start in it initially, but they have to attack and get to the free throw line. Dave Rose has not lost three in a season to the same team in the last 12 years. What does that say about his ability to find a way to beat a team at least once? Well, there's preparation, film breakdown, great coaches around him, players that respond to it, all those things. I will say this, too. The last time he had a team like this was his first year, and uh, they've always had talent here. I started thinking about uh, Lee Kamard, Keena Young, Trent Playstead. They were all players of the year on his first team. And they didn't. Uh, Keenan had, had a broken. Somebody arm. left him yeah. a furnished house. Yeah. But what I'm and the reason I bring this up is that when you have talent and you have really good coaching, you can avoid getting swept three times. Okay, so I believe that they have the talent. You got great coaching, and so it, it bodes well for for BYU and for what Dave has done. But there are some teams that lose three times because the talent level is not the same. Uh, or, or, or maybe coaching is inexperienced or whatever. But that's not the case here. St. Mary's is not any more talented. The St. Mary's, the difference between St. Mary's over the whole season and BYU is that St. Mary's is the sum of all their parts. That's the difference, okay? And individually, individually, BYU has been here, here, and here. And now we're seeing in the last two weeks of the season that together they're better than they are individually, one by one. Great stuff, Coach. Yep. We always appreciate it. You can hear more from Steve Cleveland on uh, the bridge shows of the and women's ha- basketball semifinals today. Yeah, and halftime. Halftime. Along with uh, Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler. Our faithful promoter. Yeah, yeah, good luck getting a word in. <laughs> oh, no. that, and br- that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Those guys got all the answers <laughs> okay. and have no idea what I'll they're doing. they got a football coach <laughs> yeah. and a guy that coaches peewee baseball. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Coming up, our going for two picks. Does the reverse curse happen again, Jerry? Jordan. But first, we talk with Athletic Director Tom Homo. What are his expectations for both games against St. Mary's today? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. We just talked to President Coach Steve Cleveland. He gave us his formula for how BYU beats St. Mary's. We were asking everybody to pick one thing like that would ensure a BYU He's like, that's victory. impossible. It's like, it's not going to be just one thing. Yeah. And we're throwing out scoring more points, okay? But he gave us a few things. If you tweet that, we will not read it. <laughs> just FYI, okay? <laughs> There's no dumb tweets. There's just dumb people that tweet. He feels strongly about BYU really attacking and forcing the issue at the yes. so that they can shoot more free he, throws. He thinks that BYU can play it the style to St. Mary's and win that game, which I'm, yeah, I'm interested in seeing, among other things. So download the podcast and listen to that. That was awesome. Hey, coming up, the men's semifinals for St. Mary's is tonight, of course, on BYU Radio. You can watch it on ESPN2, 11 Eastern time, or soon thereafter, depending on how long Gonzaga Santa Clara goes. 
Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. Men's basketball beat six-seed LMU in the quarters on Saturday, 89-81. It's now the two-seed St. Mary's. First time in this tournament ever. Only took six years. 11.30 Eastern, as Jerem just mentioned on BYU Radio. Watch the game on ESPN2. The women are the two-seed. They play three-seed St. Mary's as well. So both for St. Mary's tonight. Today, rather, 5 Eastern time in the semifinals for the ladies. Watch the game on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio. And the apps BYU split the season series with St. Mary's. Spencer Linton on the call, baby. Harvey Longy participated in on-field workouts at the NFL Combine yesterday. He was top six in the 60-yard shuttle, 20-yard shuttle, and the three-cone drill among defensive linemen. Good showing for Harvey at the NFL Draft Combine. And spring football continues today. Practice number four. Follow Facebook.com slash Sports to see post-practice interviews on demand. Joining us now, a man who is up early in Adam, Tom Homo, the BYU Athletic Director with us, high above the Orleans Floor Arena. Uh, to say that you're busy is probably the grossest understatement that may have ever been made on this program because this month and that's is saying a lot. absolutely bonkers for you. There's a reason they call it March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> There's a madness in my life right now, but I love it. I, I love every part about it. I just want to join this committee a couple of years ago. People said that it would be the best committee that you've ever served on in your life, but it would be the hardest, and I think both of those were true. <laughs> what do you expect from the BYU men's and women's teams in the West Coast Conference's version of March Madness today in the semifinals against St. Mary's? Uh, you know, first of all, when my wife and I were driving away from the stadium or arena the other night, I said, it's so great to have both your teams in the semis. Uh, it doesn't always happen, but it seems like we're here a lot, and I like that. Uh, but there's really tough, two tough matchups. I think uh, both St. Mary's teams are going to be uh, formidable opponents. I, I like that St. Mary's, I've followed them a lot because of the committee, just to probably more so than I would any other team in the you know Gonzaga also but um, I think their guard line is very good they have it five great players and then but their guard line I think their guards make our guards work over time and uh, I think the mentality of our defense when you get into a do or die situation in a game like this you have to treat every possession like gold and our team's doesn't teach. <laughs> they, they don't teach. They don't take every position possession like gold. We're like silver, <clears throat> silver or bronze. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about on the defensive end. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, our, our guys can play it. It's just a mentality. They got to come with that mentality tonight because they th- they just spend so much time on that offensive set, St. Mary's, and they run those. They run our guards around like crazy. And Ray Hahn is just, he's, he's a special guy. He's one of my favorite players in the league to watch because he is so stinking efficient. He's unflappable. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and our guys have to be unflappable to mirror him. If you saw, saw Jay, uh, Joe Ro- Rayhan in the Richards building, you probably wouldn't make him your first pick on your team. But he's a really good he's guard, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and, and Dave Rose has done a nice job. We, we, our stat of the day is that Dave Rose in his 12 years, Tom, has never lost three times to the same team in the same season. How about that? That's pretty crazy, yeah, right? I, I wouldn't have known that. And tonight's the third meeting. Uh, how, in football, you, you never play the same team again. It's kind of weird in basketball. Yeah, you but three it, chances. You know, really, we I've had that situation. You know, in the old NFL days of the Western Division, we'd play the LA Rams, the 49ers, and you you play go. them uh, home and home, and then you more than likely play them in the playoffs. So it was a very similar situation. And when you beat a team twice, 
there's a thought in your mind, gosh, can we get them three times? On the other side of it, you could think, we're good. We beat them twice. Let's go get them again. So both sides, both coaches are going to have this philosophical um, matchup where they're going to try to talk their guys into one or the other. And uh, I expect it to be uh, a really good game. And, and one side, some component of the game will crack a little bit. And uh, you know, hopefully the Cougs are the ones that are solid as a rock. All right, we're going to call an audible here for just a moment. We'll get back to to basketball and your uh, position with the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee and all that stuff in just a few minutes. But uh, while you talk about football, uh, let's talk about the recent scheduling news. Boise State, BYU moved to a Friday night. What is it about that game that makes it desirable for ESPN always on a Thursday or a Friday night? Well, the nation loves that game. I think you have uh, two schools that have had great traditions over the years that are not in the p5 conference and whenever they play that on a thursday or friday night on a a non-saturday game the country responds what i mean by that are the ratings are good so to have that game on a saturday with all the other games uh, doesn't make sense for espn and i love it anytime that we can get that many eyes on the cougs we'll go for it so you can almost count on that boise BYU (laughs) game being on a friday or uh, thursday now that the dust has sort of settled on the 2017 schedule, uh, it's never fully settled, I guess, until you start playing. Uh, what do you think of what you put together for 2017? I, I love it. I mean, my favorite game is the LSU game. I, I just think that I love having a big-time game early in the year. And at, when we set that one up, it was similar to uh, Oklahoma in Dallas uh, at an at a NFL stadium the first game of the year where our, our um, folks can travel to that game. And I'll never forget Oklahoma, just seeing so many people in that Dallas Cowboys stadium. I'm hoping that we can get Cougar Nation to respond. That'll be a big one. But, of course, Portland State, we snuck that one in there late, and it's going to work out good. I like the fact that we have that game with Portland State. Portland State's a, a good FCS team. And uh, we needed another game, and we were able to slip that into week zero because of our game with Hawaii. And so that's going to be a good one-two to set off the stadium or set off the season. And then we all know what's the third game. Yeah, it took a while. Yes, we do. And you've been saying, be patient. The home schedules are coming. Okay, Utah, Wisconsin, Boise State. That's that's pretty darn good. La- last year was UCLA schedule. and Mississippi State. Yeah, like good. it's 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 getting there. Like the home schedule looks really enticing this year. Well, I appreciate it. It's it's something that we worked hard for, and I love having a chance to reward Cougar fans at home. We can get a lot of the games on the road. People can uh, we can go and get that one game on the road, but having them in in Cougar, in Lavelle Edwards Stadium is something sweet. I love that. What's life like right now as you're six days out from Selection Sunday? Um, it's the calm before the storm, really. I, I watch the games. I, I look at the scores. Uh, last night I spent a couple hours on the statistics and the metrics and uh, just trying to make sure that my thoughts are right. And uh, <laughs> I've spoken to a few of the guys on the committee and, and Janet Cohn, I should say, guys and gal. And uh, we have a great camaraderie. We have great unity. And so we're like a team. And uh, we're, we're getting ourselves fired up and ready to go. BYU beats number one ranked Gonzaga. Three wins in a row in Spokane. And all of a sudden it's like, oh man, we didn't expect that. It's, it's, we can't explain really how BYU has done that three years in a row. It's one of the great mysteries of college basketball. But what does that do to the Zags and their chances as a number one seed? Well, Gonzaga has a great year. They've had a great year. And uh, losing to BYU is a little blemish on it. 
But when you look at all the schools, all the teams that are in the tournament, especially up front, throw out the records, throw out the, all the matrices and stuff, and look at the teams. I think that's one thing that a lot of the writers across the country, certainly the people on the committee, because we saw where we were a couple of weeks ago when we unveiled 16. Gonzaga's got a really good team and a really good coach. They've got great players. They play together well. So when you watch them play basketball, they're exceptional. That's really what you see. Now, whatever happens in this tournament um, tonight and, and, and then uh, – or. Yeah, tonight, it's Monday, Monday and Tuesday. It's going to be a long week for you. <laughs> they, you know, that'll, that'll have a lot to do. I mean, to, to play, uh, if they win tonight and they play BYU or St. Mary's in the finals and they win that, um, that'll bode well. If they don't, then it changes things. Mm. But you, right now you're looking at all these tournaments and to see who's winning and who can get. Some of the teams are in the tournament, but they lose early in a, in a conference tournament like the ACC tournament or Big 12. It, you know, seed line changes. And so for Gonzaga, the one thing I know is they're just a darn good basketball team. Yeah. If BYU doesn't win this tournament and get an auto bid, uh, would you welcome the idea of BYU-Utah in the NIT? You know, whatever comes our way. I, it's just, I know it's conspiracy theory for Cougar and Ute fans. It's a fun it's one, It's just though. how it goes. We, we didn't play in football the one year, and they were playing the bowl game. <laughs> Who knows? I, I, I just, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about select tonight and tomorrow. Um, I fly tomorrow to um, New York, and I'm just hoping like crazy I have to miss both our championship games. So that'd be a good, thing. That'd be a good yeah, thing. So yeah, yeah like you, you don't want to miss them, but the fact that you would be missing them is means BYU's there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, because I'm going to be gone, I want to miss them. Yes, yes. There you go. Julian Chavez, uh, your secretary, said to me the other day when I was walking out of uh, the athletics building, my boss is going to be gone for a month. And I'm thinking, whose boss has gone for a month? But that, what's your travel schedule like over the next month? It's, it's, it's March Madness. Uh, I, I have assignments. We go for a week in uh, Selection Week in New York City, and then we have assignments. So uh, you, you go and early in the week to get the arena ready, and then you watch the teams as they come in. You, you're there to assist them in practices and then the games and then clean up and go. And then you go home. You, I, I come in. I just don't go to work. <laughs> I come home for a little bit. I actually will poke my head in the office probably three days uh, in the next month. Three days in the next month. So since you're going to be uh, gone for the Y Awards, are we cool to just say whatever? <laughs> Sure, go ahead. I trust you guys. <laughs> Last two years it's been that way, so yeah, all good. Yeah, that's right. What's well, the- you haven't listened to me in the past, so. <laughs> what's what's it like in that room with the selection committee when you when you finish the bracket? Is it, is it, what's the feeling like? Do you have closure? Do you, are, are you still like, oh, this team, this? No, line? you're done. When you know you're done, uh, there's so much time that goes into each and every team. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is that on the last year, we had 11 contingency brackets. Oh, my 11, goodness. 11 uh, out on the tables. Everybody is looking at them, depending on what happens in those games on the last day. Mm. So, I mean, that, that's the craziest thing. If there's one thing I'd come away from is stop playing games on Sunday, not all year, just on that last week. I mean, people want that last hurrah, but it's crazy because if it's a team like that's in, in the top one or two seed lines and, and they lose, it's probably not going to affect them too much. But there's some games that there's championship games where teams will uh, AQ things and that shakes things up. It doesn't, it, shake, it doesn't shake up who's in, but now you got to go look and you got to readjust all the seeds. 
not all of them, but the bunch of them. So we do that ahead of time. So if a, Team A wins, if Team A loses. If Team B lo- wins, if Team B loses. And there's a bunch of them. And then you just, as they go off, you look at them, adjust them, go through them again, clean them up. Mm. We call it the super scrub, and then you're done. The super the scrub super with scrub. 11 contingency brackets. Yeah. We That's unbelievable. Desk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom, uh, we commend you for uh, your hard work, uh, you know, balancing football schedules while you're doing March Madness, watching your teams play at the Orleans. Uh, best of luck. In well, the- it's killing two birds with one stone because that's how we got the Michigan State game. John, uh, Mark Hollis, AED at uh, Michigan State, is on the committee. Uh, so you just worked it out in the LSU, hallway? LSU. Oh, that happened Joe, because of the Joe's committee? on the committee, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you, Jamie Zaninovich. So it's, uh, you know, it's you get two for one. Yeah. You know, that's a different two for one. Basketball, basketball. I, you know, I haven't really got a lot of basketball games out of it, but you got football games. You got guys some football games. There, so. Hey, you got a week or a month, yeah, I, I got guess. a week. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Tom, thanks for the time. Great to talk to you, as always. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more of your Twitter responses. Pick one thing BYU will do tonight besides scoring more points that would ensure a win. What's it going to be? Also, BYU track and field getting some national recognition and are going for two picks, Jerem. And Jimmer. Yeah, what? what, Jimmer. He lost, but he won, right? 50, baby. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from the Studio Orleans. With your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play, our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern, sharp. Time for sports today. And the women's semifinals are on BYU TV starting at 3 Eastern, Gonzaga versus San Francisco, then BYU versus St. Mary's. Of course, tonight, the men at 11.30, or 11 Eastern, 11.30 between then. Coming up on uh, BYU Radio, of course, BYU Radio app, ESPN2. I thought you sports that sports headline with great sports gusto. Thank you. I uh, tried to get the most uh, points to win the match. <laughs> Twitter question today. Pick one thing BYU will do tonight, excluding scoring more points. That Derp. would ensure a win. What's it going to be? At BYU to NFL says, make 10 plus three-pointers and play BYU speed. We score 80, we win. Yeah. He's with you. Yeah. I still don't know that 80's going to do it. 80 points, man. 80 if BYU a- scores 80 points, they St. will win. St. Mary's has given up less than 60 the last five games. What? 80? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's time that we go for two. Can you predict the future? Nah. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right, by this point of the season... You know the drill. Jeremy and I make two picks before every basketball game. We hope that they come to fruition so that we can rub it in each other's faces during the next BYU Sports Nation show. I said, number one, in the BYU against LMU game, the Cougars will lead by six points or less at half. I was like, I'm taking, I'm taking a risk there, but I feel strongly about that. Yeah, and you got it. They led by four. Hey, we're in Vegas, by the way. Remember that guy said swish in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Bring him back. Bring him back. Swish. 42-38 at half. BYU Uh, led by four. Okay. Then the second one. BYU will have less than 13 turnovers. They had three turnovers at halftime. I'm thinking... 
There's no way BYU is going to turn the ball over 10 times in the second half, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. 12 turnovers in the second half, so they had 15. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I counted my eggs. You're nocturnal. Or, I, what, what is it? I, I counted the eggs before they hatched. They hatch. yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, anyway. I said BYU will win by 9+. plus. <laughs> Game was turned by 8, <laughs> which was a push, by the way. The line was 8. Yeah. Uh, BYU defended a shot at the end that would have... Anyway, BYU will make at least 19 free throws. Swish! Yeah. So he made, like, 18 in the first half. 32. Uh, so they made 32. Maybe BYU wants those other officials in tonight's game that are calling every foul to put them on the free throw No, line. they don't, because in the first <laughs> half, there were 11 guys with two fouls. 27 I never, fouls. I had never seen that in a game, not even in church ball. 27 fouls in the first half. Stupid. It was ridiculous. Yeah, some people are like, this is why college basketball is unwatchable. I saw more college basketball is unwatchable tweets during that game than I have, like, combined all season. There were 1.5 fouls per minute. Are you serious? That's out of control. Out of control. In the first half. Jeez. All right, so after those picks, I am 35 and 45 overall. Jerem is 37 and 43. You're still plus two. Yeah. So with that in mind, down the stretch, we're running out of opportunities, right? You are. Running out of opportunities. Woo! Number one for me, BYU against St. Mary's. My voice just echoed in the I know. Game. I heard it on the court down there. It went, like, went all the way across the Echo! Screen. Yeah. It's really Gonzaga stinks! <laughs> Number one. Tonight, BYU will shoot a better field goal percentage than St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. That, that's a winning stat. Yeah. BYU will shoot the ball better from the field than St. Mary's. I can't root for you, though, tonight to get that. Why? Well, I, I did it so that kind of you have to root for me that way. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. This is another one that you're going to be rooting for. Calvin Hermanson. Racquetball player on the side. Will score 15 points or less against BYU. He's been the X factor that's really hurt BYU in these yeah. games. If you're a Jazz fan, you're like, man, Eddie Johnson, Jazz killer. You remember that? Calvin, Calvin Hermanson. Hermanson Cougar kill. Yes. Yeah. He, the goggled wonder with the left-handed awkward. Like Wonder shot. Boy. He's Steven really. Steven Thompson, UFC. I watched that fight Saturday night. Really effective against BYU. He scored 17 one game and 15 in the other. Yeah. Averaging 16. He's deadly in the corner. I, 15 or less for Calvin Hermanson. First team all West Coast Conference guy. Number one. Are you ready for this? Ready. St. Mary's by 17. Points. All right, Jaron. Reverse curse. Reverse curse. Is in order, okay? Let's go. Reverse curse. Reverse curse. I'm sacrificing myself on the going for two altar of St. Mary's by 17 plus. If it works again tonight, like it did against Gonzaga, then I'm way more powerful than I had ever imagined. Okay. Number two, Eric Mika will outscore Jack Landale by five plus points. Not only is this important for the matchup, but Eric Mika, I think, needs to have a really big game. Like, I think Eric Mika... Needs to get into the 30s tonight. Whoa. I do. If they're going to score 80, he probably does. Yeah. He's averaging three and a half more than Landale right now. I think it's five plus. Okay. Five plus for Eric Mika. We've done everything that we can do in terms of like karma and reverse curses. Oh, every, everything. Like Dave yeah. Rose hasn't lost a game since we gave him the autographed BYU Sports Nation picture. Yeah. Everything within legal, non-spiritual means. <laughs> Has been devoted towards this. Well, there are a lot of prayers going up for BYU basketball. <laughs> That's I, true. I They're in the spiritual means. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Cougar Whip around up next. Jimmer with a 50 spot in the CBA playoffs. How did he win in a loss? Who's wearing red in the truck? Who's wearing red? 
BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Sports. All right. Love it. Okay. Hey, let's get to the Cougar Whip Around, shall we? It's time for the Cougar <laughs> Whip Around basketball. I'll start. Three seed men's basketball beat six seed LMU in the quarterfinals on Saturday, 89 81. Eric Pika had 25 points, eight rebounds. Nick Emery, 21 points, became the 50th member of the 1000 point club at BYU. Congrats. Tonight, the Cougars face two seed St. Mary's for the first time in this tournament ever. In the semifinals at 11.30 Eastern on BYU Radio. Watch the game on ESPN2. Women's basketball. By the way, did you notice the wardrobe change in the truck? Oh, yeah. Ben Bagley. No more red shirt. (laughs) Crazy. Second-seeded BYU women's basketball will also face three-seed St. Mary's today. Semifinals, 5 Eastern. Game live on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio and the apps. Cougars and Gale split the season series in the regular season. Cougars in the NFL. Harvey Longy was uh, participated in on-field workouts in the NFL Combine yesterday. He was top six in the 60-yard shuttle, 20-yard shuttle, and three-cone drill among defensive linemen. Football. BYU continues spring ball today. Practice number four. Follow Facebook.com slash BYU TV Sports to see and hear post-practice interviews on demand. Jimmer. Scored 50 points and had 10 rebounds, but the Shanghai Sharks lost in overtime to the Shen... Zen Leopards. But really, he still won. In the deciding fifth game, ending his season in the quarterfinals of the CBA playoffs. Baseball. Lost to CSU Bakersfield Saturday, 7-5. Nate Favero Another close three loss. Three for three with a double and two RBI. First home series of the season starts Thursday against UC Santa Barbara. Good team. Saturday, at that game is on BYU TV. Softball. Libby Sugg hit a grand slam in BYU's 9 nothing win over my brother-in-law's PhD university, Boston University, in five innings on Saturday. Crack and fill. USTFCCCA named assistant coach Diljeet Taylor as the Mountain Region Women's Assistant Coach of the Year. Nice. And Shay Collinsworth as Mountain Region Women's Track Athlete of the Year. Nicely done, ladies. Gymnastics. Scored a 195 flat, but lost Saturday against Minnesota. They host number 23, Arizona, on Friday at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Tennis. Men's team beat Santa Clara 4-2 on Saturday. The women's team beat Nevada. (laughs) We're in that state. (laughs) On Saturday, 4-2. One of my biggest pet peeves. It's Nevada, people. Oregon. Swimming and diving. Men and women's teams, uh, dive teams, begin competition today at the Zone E Diving Championships. Golf. Women's team starting competition today at the Meadow Club Women's Intercollegiate. Remember, BYU top 25 team last year. Yeah, really good. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need the most, DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? Tom Homo. He's on the selection committee. That's awesome. And BYU because they're in the semifinals. Both teams. Both teams. Our elite tweet of the day answering the one thing BYU will do tonight that would ensure a win against St. Mary's. At BYU LAS, the Jazz says, light it up from the three-point line. That's the one thing we have not done against St. Mary's. Absolutely. Thanks to Steve Cleveland, Tom Homo, and everyone on our crew. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Download the podcast. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Nate Chappell. Later. Chappelle. Chappell. Chappell.